you know, you know what it is, right? Mm. Um, I think it without getting into a relationship before you understand your purpose mm-hmm. is why it's easier to get into why the woman comes to you after you found your purpose is when you're talking to people, you have your purpose in your mouth. That's true. So, so when they're hearing it, yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, right, okay, I, get, I get what I yeah. get what guidance I get what guidance is. Not even, not even if it's like a good person or a bad person, because you could have met the same person five years earlier and she not know who you were there because you, you didn't know who you were. There you go. And therefore you're in this place where it's like, oh, I thought you were like this and you're not, and I thought you were like this and you're not. When yes, when you got when you've got your purpose and you're like, right, this is this is where this is me. Appreciate then at least the woman that you meet is like, okay, I get you. And hopefully she'll know her side of the thing as well. And when you come together, you'll understand each other. That's Instead true. of it being like, because like, there's growth that should happen in a relationship, but you need to have a certain level of I like, okay, it. this is where I'm at. And then, you know, you can, you can go from there. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. 100%. That's why your why is your everything. Like you said, Reese, mm-hmm. when, when you open your mouth, whether you have money or not, whether you're financially secure or not, that girl you met five years ago, five years down the road when she meets you again and you're driving, you're still banger, but now you're talking, you're ready to talk to her now. She listens and she goes, oh, right. Oh, that's it. Because Reese is spitting game. Like, look, I'm good. I'm ready. I know what I'm about. This is what I'm doing. I'm building this. It's going to take me this much time. I know exactly what I'm doing to get there. These are the steps. These are how many steps I've taken so far. These are the steps left. And in 20 years time, this is what it's going to look like. It's clear as day. You want to come for this ride? You can come. If you don't want to come, this is the ride. The train is going. You can jump on if you want. If you don't, we're still heading down the road. You ain't the one for this ride. You know what I mean? And we have to get to that place in our confidence where we can easily say nah. Mm. I have a bridging and a sistrin, and the sistrin is looking for a husband. So I link the bridging and I say, yo, I've got something for you. And he, he looks at me and he clearly says, Dre, you know what? Yeah. She's nice and all. But I'm just building right now, you know, bro. Big and serious. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. He didn't want to know anything else. Like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in any relationships because I need to take care of myself. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of these things, financially, all of these things. I need to get to where I need to get to for me. For me, right? Just like you said, Imhotep, who am I to be calling up my mom? Big, a whole, whole of a man. Mom, can I borrow a hundred pound? I want to go out on a date. A whole of a man. You ain't, you got no business going on a date. There's this. no way. There's no time mm. for none of that. You got no business. <laughs> Get home. Mm. Watch mm. Netflix or something. Yeah. You got no business. None. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're not ready for a date. Mm-hmm. Can't take her out. Where you, what do you want to mm. do? And, and that's the thing. We got to be careful of the girls because the girls will look at that because women like to save men. Right? So they'll go. <laughs> look at, look at that's, a, that's a mother in everyone, boy. That's a mother in everyone. <laughs> yeah. they, their natural inclination is to nurture, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to go, oh, it's not about the money. I just want to be around you. We can do it together. Nonsense. Listen to me, yeah? 
and then they get vexed when the same guys that they pour so oh, much of themselves man. into they, just, they, they, they ain't got no they ain't got no bottom you know it's just an empty pot and they're pouring see, pouring pouring no none and they're vexed that it's not filling and they're like oh but i'm I, I, all right then. Like, listen, <laughs> listen do hmm. not fall into that trap it's not oh, so it isn't uh, true nice. they definitely care so i'm saying Definitely, mm. especially when they start rolling with their brethren, and they're like, "Oh, but my, mm, mm. I used to go out with this girl when I was on lockdown. My lockdown was mm. immigration lockdown, yeah, so mm. I couldn't travel. Boom. So everything's cool and everything's nice, and she's come around to the ends, and everything's nice. But well, summertime come now, our friends are flying out. Like Yuri's loves to travel, right? Mm. Friends are flying out, flying out, flying out as a couple. So we can't go nowhere because I can't travel, right? But she knew this coming in. Oh, no, it's fine. And I said to her at the beginning, yo, this is the thing. She's like, no, 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 it's fine. Come on now. That's not a problem. If you can travel, that's fine. Come on. <laughs> when the time came in, <laughs> a year down the road, my girl wants to go to Spain. She wants to go to Madrid, sorry, Barcelona. Um, Holland, all of these little things, weekend things. There's, there was a festival in Germany. Duh, 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 duh. Like, Yo, you know I can't go. Why are you talking about it? Oh, you know, this is what I'm talking about. You need to hurry up and sort yourself out. At the beginning, everything was nice. Everything was nice. When I say everything was nice, everything was nice. There was no <clears throat> But you see when friends start travel and they come back with all of these nice stories and they... These oh, why can't we do that? Instagram. Why can't we do that? What's wrong with those people? <laughs> that why one. Pull yourself out. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, do you think I, what do you think I don't want to travel? <laughs> do, you think, do you think I like it? Do you think I like seeing all of Jamaica and not being able to go there? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. She weren't having a bar of it, bro. And I worse weren't having a bar of it. I was like, you know what? You go, go. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't, I'll give you my bestest advices. <laughs> <laughs> not true. It's not true. It's true for them in the moment. At the exact- in the moment, it's true. Mm-hmm. In the moment, they're like, no, Imhotep is a great guy. He's so nice. I really like him. There's nothing he can do to change my mind. And da, 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 da. Until you're in that yard and all that's in the fridge is a cup of water. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And she's looking at you like, you're a whole of a man. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? How can you not have some super malt in your fridge? <laughs> you don't have any money. Why don't you have any money though? Why don't you just get a job? Because I'm building my business. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> Why do they do that though? I think they just don't they think, think into the future. No, I don't think they do. I think they just, maybe they just get too emotions, involved bro. here and they're like, oh, emotions, well, man. you know, it's we emotions. can work it out. It's like, when you, but every time I say this to every person, I've said, any, for every, every time I chat to a girl, they're like, oh, you know, you just grind and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, but are you into that? It's ugly enough. 
it's not a good looking thing. Hello? It's not it's not cute. Like he's not gonna be this super cute guy, you know, putting all the time gonna be like like, you know, the super cute gentleman, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's gonna be times when he's so stressed out because he can't make ends meet or whatever yeah. that he's just gonna be his face is gonna be set like ten rep track for like a month. Oh, and you. you're gonna be pissed because you're That's gonna me. feel like you deserve more That's because me. you're there. That's me. And he's like it's just it's just that yeah, I'm just like anytime a girl hits me with that one, I'm just like, no, nah, fam. Take take time in it. Take time, like let take him. Time, man. You know, don't don't. No rush around it. Same to my guy friends, and it just stay, I say to them, listen, take time. It's not worth it. These girls will gas you up and think, oh yeah, I'll wait for you. Like, nah, fam. <laughs> and like, and let's just be clear. <laughs> let's just be clear. Let's just be yeah. clear. Yeah, because we this yeah, isn't yeah. about knocking women. We definitely. No, no, of course not. Of course oh, not. Yeah, no, yeah, of course yeah. not. Let's just be clear. It's about for us to be like, obviously, just like, yeah. <laughs> you clear in your own head what you are about. Right, because mm. our job is to make sure that when we connect with them, we are able yeah. to control more than our emotions. We exactly. can control and manage their emotions and lead them mm. properly into where mm-hmm. maximizing their best selves. Yeah, right? a lot of women are emotionally driven, not all women, some women do think practically. But mm-hmm. a lot of women, like if a girl comes to you in that situation and she's like, no, I will help you. In that moment, for that 10 minutes or an hour or whatever, she genuinely means every single word she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking back next week. When next week comes, she's thinking, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. Nah, this ain't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't think about that bit because the, mm-hmm. the bit that she's thinking about is how it all makes her feel. Mm-hmm. We communicate completely differently. Men are from Venus, women are from Mars. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. Yeah? So we receive information completely different to the way they receive information. We deliver information completely differently to how they deliver information. So if we are working on the guys that you feel this way about me, sister, and I feel this way about you, sister, and none of us know where the hell we're going in life, major problems. Problems, problems. Major, major, major problems. This is not to say that when you get into a relationship with a woman, you're not going to figure stuff out together because that's his part of it. And that's a beautiful part of it. But as individuals, before you come together to make one, you both need to be clear about who you are. You can't figure that out in a relationship because there's other things that happens. Once you're in a relationship, other things have happened already. You're now making love. You know what I mean? You've met the family. You know what I mean? (laughs) All of these other things that you're considering. Why would you do this to me and my family? You know, my mother's sick. And all of this was, what's that going to do with my purpose? <laughs> and if you say that, then you're cold, then you're this, and you're that. All right? Mm-hmm. So finding your purpose is everything before you even start. The time now is to invest in you. Mm-hmm. Making you the best that you can make yourself and understanding that that is what is going to drive you to your maximum potential. And if it's a if it's a if it's a relationship, God will provide that. As a, I don't, I probably told you the story because I tell it a lot. When I proposed to my wife, it was a day when we both were sitting in this house, and I said, "Well, baby, no invoices have come in. You know these people ain't paying me." And she looked at me and she said, "Well," with a big smile on her face. And if you've ever seen my wife, she's got a big old smile. Um, she said, you know, I'm happy to eat rice and drink water, you know, baby. And I said, what? She said, yeah. And if you know my wife's background, 
Mm, it's not normal. Every woman in my wife's family is either a judge or a top lawyer. All the men are top lawyers. Her cousins are lawyers. She's from a family of lawyers. On their island, they have the biggest law firm. My wife is a master's degree lawyer, trained. Rice and water? <laughs> so when she said that, I said, all right, got some savings. I went to the, the, the jewelry store and I bought her engagement ring. And she was the one. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Because she's a ride or die. And she ain't from the road. She don't know nothing about road and street life and hunger belly and them things. She don't know nothing about it. She knew what she was about. She knows what she's about. And she knew what she was investing in. She was happy. Yeah. Who's happy to this day? My wife is the type of person who drinks some tea and go to bed and wool our meds. So I was lucky. I was blessed. But this, all of this happened after I stopped running around doing what I was doing and invested that time in learning more about myself, taking my sabbatical from women, detoxing completely from my urges and focusing on my God and being humble enough to be led. And again, it wasn't easy. I did fall off the wagon quite a few times, but I kept getting up and getting back on that wagon, chasing it down and jumping back on it until I got to the point where, you know, I was strong enough and I was willing enough to do what it took because I was selfish, emotionally very selfish because I was always running from being hurt. And I didn't want to get hurt anymore because as a young boy, that's all I knew, pain, emotionally. And that, that informed my choices when it came to relationships. I didn't trust women at all. But all of that happened because I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing with my life as well. So out of all of those things together, you have a cocktail of complete and utter dysfunction, which is where the depression comes from, which is where the suicidal thoughts came in, which is where all of these other things came until I had children and then the, the focus shift, shifted to the children. Not to me, because I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to help people, but I didn't know what that looked like. So then I started to help deaf children because my daughter's deaf, right? And that felt good, feels good because you're doing things for other people, but that's not my purpose. And I'll tell you why I know what, and I'll show you how God works. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm doing all of these things. My daughter's deaf, she's going to be so great. Da, 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 da. My own deaf daughter doesn't want to be deaf. God's got silly sense of humor, right? So she, she called me up and she goes, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. But I'm running around doing all of this deaf stuff because I think, you know, it's benefiting her. And she's thinking, oh, I just really don't want to disappoint my dad because look how hard he's working for me and all of these things. And she called me up and the amount of tears, I've never seen her so broken. She was broken because she didn't want to hurt me because she thought everything I'm doing is for her. Which in a sense, yeah, but all I want is to make her happy. So if what I'm doing is hurting her, then boom, cut that off. 
so I can get rid of that company because my daughter isn't ready. She's finding herself sort of thing. You see what I'm saying? So that's why, that's how you know that's not my purpose because the person I'm doing it for is not even, she don't want it. She don't even want, she don't even like the word death. If you meet my daughter, you'll never know. Most bubbly, dances for the Royal Dance Academy, planning to fly to Los Angeles to live and dance, all of these other things at 14 years old. And so she's already doing amazing things. She don't want to be deaf. So this whole death thing that I have, you know, hoodies and everything, she, nah. So my purpose is different. So when they see me, now both of them see me living within my purpose. They're happy. They're like, yeah, that, 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 that. They want to be involved in that. So that's why it is key and vital. And this is, it goes back to what we were talking about, trial and error, right? Because I was trying that to see if that's what my purpose was. And this is after all of my other stuff. So when I came out of my sabbatical now, my purpose was clear as day. Like, this is it. Boom. Jumped online, company's house, registered my company straight away. Boom, 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 boom. Made the phone calls, made this, send over, like, in a day, I'll send 200 emails. And I'll literally type out all of them. I'm not sending any templates. Like that company flies off. You're living it. You're breathing it. You're working at it. You're building it. You're creating what you need to create. You're contacting who you need to contact. You're networking where you need to network. And it's not a problem. It's like, okay, let me get some rest. And I'm up at 4 o'clock, 4.30, in the bathroom praying, knocking out the rest of the day quick and fast. And that's, that's, that's purpose. That's purpose. So sometimes we have to, and I think God does it to us a lot as well. And he does it more if we're not listening. So, so sometimes when we keep getting punched in the face, it's because we're not ducking and we're not bobbing and we're not weaving and we're not learning where the punch is coming from. Because you're supposed to be able to see where the next punch is coming from if you're a boxer, right? Deontay Wilder. You can't see it because the suit was too heavy, right? <laughs> yeah? You're getting beat up out here. You, you can't see anything. You're blaming something happened 40 minutes ago. Really? We need to be able to see the punches. And if we're not seeing it, we're going to keep getting punched in the eye. That's how it is. So if God's showing you like, look, that's not for you. At least not right now. We have to be wise enough, humble enough to listen. Like Imitat is saying, I'm not ready and I said, I've said this to you already, Daniel. You know how attractive it is to a woman, yeah? When she comes up to you and she's like, oh, you know, you're nice, da 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 da, da And you say no. Any of you ever thought of that? Say again? Have, 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 have we ever what? Have you ever? No. Yeah. You know how attractive you are to a woman when she comes up to you trying to run game or whatever, mm, and you go, okay. no. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My focus is different. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to do different things. Mm -hmm. In the nicest of ways. So it's not rejection, like she's not your mm. type or that sort of thing. It's just that, no, thank you. I'm, I'm flattered, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, mm -hmm. my focus is elsewhere. You know how attractive to a woman that is? 
is crazy. Listen, they want you more of that. For sure. Because you're not like every other guy. You're about something else. Your thought process is greater than your carnal mind. You're not just thinking of the girl and the relationship and the this and the that. You're thinking long term. So she's like, well, if I get this guy, then I'm good for life because he's, he's a deep thinker. I mean, he's thinking about our future, his future. Then, you know, if I get with him, then it's our future. It's just better. Mm. And that's why God tells us to wait. That's why Paul said, if you can't, then you might as well be celibate. You got children. But take that time to build yourself. And the, the the issues that come along with waiting and the stress that comes along with, you know, youth and wanting to have certain things are a part of the growing pains. It's your test to see if you're going to be resilient enough to wait, to be patient, to invest that time in yourself, to work on finding yourself so that you can, God can allow, you can allow God to pour out his blessings on you. Because remember, there's three answers to a prayer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, wait. Yes, no, wait. We don't like the wait one. We'd rather hear no, because at least it's a definite. <laughs> True. You see what I'm saying? True. True. Yeah, at least it's a definite. At least we know. But if we hear wait, like, okay, for how long? And wait mm. for what? Wait for what? what yeah, we don't for? even know what we're waiting for. We just know we have to wait. Yeah, there you go. And that is the test. That is the real test. Can you be patient? Can you be humble enough to just chill and wait and work on the things that are more important? Because your purpose is greater than anything else that you could possibly do in your life. Because your purpose is not for you. So when you become a millionaire, you did that for yourself, maybe for your family, because you want to secure your kid's future. But when you live in your purpose, God is using you to do his will. That's the greatest gift. That's the greatest joy. Because that is for everybody else except you. But you know what? It gives you the greatest joy. Because the greatest gift is giving. Mm. The greatest mm. gift you can give to yourself is to give something to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's why God gave us his son. It's the greatest gift you can give. The gift of giving is the greatest gift. And that's what your purpose is. is you giving of yourself for the benefit of others. And in whatever form that comes, just understand that you are doing this to benefit the world. Once you lock into that, acknowledge it, build on it, invest in it, learn from it. Come on, man. Life, life doesn't become easy. I'm never going to say that. But life becomes so much clearer. Everything is ABC now. You can see it like visions not easy but it's simple yeah. it's very simple it's not easy because you have to go through those processes 
you have to build whatever you're building, but at least you know what you're building now. You know what I mean? And that's that's the key. Because we don't develop strength from anything that's easy. When you go train, you don't lift up 10 kilos on a bench press because you, what's the point? Mm. In order to grow your muscles, you go challenge your muscles. The stronger you get, more confident you are in everything else, better it is for you. That makes sense? Yep. Anything else to add? No. Dan? No, I'm good. What's like like practical, um, I guess like practical way to kind of find yourself then? Because, I mean, for me, I imagine it to be like literally just sitting by myself with like nothing, no one else around, complete silence. But to God, that might be something different. God might, might, might want me to, I don't know, go outside, go for a walk. He might he went, want me to listen to certain songs, like, show me. So, yeah, but I don't know, like... You just answered the question, though, haven't you? All right. I'm going to let you answer it for yourself. He doesn't like this bit. Oh, like man, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Right, I'm not, not going to do this to you on here. It's fine. Um, so the easy, the simple answer, <laughs> mm-hmm. the simple answer is what you've said. So for you, you yeah. might be sitting in silence and just letting your thoughts come, right? But for God, it might be something else. So where should you go first? Well, God, well, God wants, isn't it? Because he knows, he knows me better, so. Yeah, so the answer is pray. The answer is fast, if you fast. Mm-hmm. The answer is listen. And the answer is be humble enough to accept the answers that you're getting and be ready for that. It's, it's, it sounds simplistic, but it's not because if, yeah. remember, God says, if you ask anything in faith, I will give it unto you. Mm-hmm. So, are you asking in faith, or are you just asking? Because two different things. Yeah, and practical ways to find your find your purpose. I've just sent it in the group, so it has to be something you're really good at. It has to be something you love. It has to be something the world needs. Yeah, it has to be all of those things. So I guess a practical way to find this is to make a list of those things that make a list of those things that you can identify in your own life. And then see which one of those things you love enough to That's mad. <laughs> love that. Yeah. See which one of those things you love enough to take on as your does it drive you enough? Does it wake you up out of bed? Does it, yeah? Does it benefit somebody else's life? Does the world need it? Mm. Those are the key questions. Because everything else comes after that. So your vocation, your profession comes after that. Right? But it's like you write a book that nobody wants to read. What was the point? Might as well have just kept those quotes in your head and repeated them to yourself, right? If you're going to write a book, it has to solve a problem. 
Because if you're not, if you're not, I don't know, Tony Robbins or somebody famous, Ronaldo, Messi, nobody cares about your life story. Why do they need to know? <laughs> it's real talk, right? It's true. It's real so talk. true. It's true. It's real talk. Like, who are you? Why do I need to read your life story, bro? I don't know you. Why do I care? But if you write a book to solve a problem based on your life story, and it solves problems because Daniel can relate, Reese can relate, Imhotep can relate, that makes sense. I don't want to read your memoir. Okay, you've been through hunger. How did you get through the hunger? Okay, that makes sense. Right? But you're just going to tell me you were hungry. What? Why do I care? You're not hungry anymore. It's all good. Stop your moaning, man. Many people are hungry. True. Think about it. That's what majority of people would say, right? Mm-hmm. But if you use the same hunger story, I was hungry at 19, and you say, this is how I got out of hunger, or this is what I did to, to you know, stop my hunger, then that's interesting. Okay, maybe I could do that. Or, you know, I didn't have anywhere to sleep. So if you ever are homeless and on the street and you don't have anywhere to sleep, these are things you can do. Boom, 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 boom. That's interesting. That's more interesting. It's still your life story. You're still telling your story, but you're actually giving practical, usable advice that people will be interested in hearing. And that's how you identify your purpose. Your purpose is more than something you love is what people need. You have to be solving a problem as well. People need what you have. And trust me when I tell you, you all have something somebody needs. Whether it's your skill, whether it's your talent, whether it's your voice, whether it's Daniel, whether it's your videos, you know, the rest of you guys, whatever it is, God, God already put your purpose inside you. It's not something you need to go and find anywhere. It's already inside you. You were designed with it. That's why you're here. But already created you with your purpose. It's for you to now look inside yourself hard enough, purposefully, intentionally, to find that purpose within you. It's not in any book you're going to read. That's not where it is. It's here. It's inside you. It's built inside you. And that's why when you find it, doesn't matter what else is happening in the world because it's inborn. You didn't learn it from anywhere else. You see what I'm saying? That's why it's so beautiful. If you think about it, that's why it is so beautiful. Like it's here. So that's where the passion comes from. You don't need to be motivated to get up to fulfill your purpose Mm -hmm. because it's coming out of you. It's literally Mm -hmm. coming out of you. Let me do it. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Right? It's like that man that, that, that fries chicken in America, this guy, and he, he was just he, just, he just used to fry chicken. And you, he, he just fried chicken. And before you knew it, it's KFC. <laughs> all he did is fried chicken, bro. Think about it. <laughs> we all can fry chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we ain't KFC. That's true. Mm because that's what he was meant to do. Mm. I with the landscaping company. He, he was cutting lawns from he was four years old. He loved it. He could cut patterns in the lawn. People were like, well, we're going to play basketball. Man, I'm going to cut some lawn over here. Laugh at him. <laughs> Biggest landscaping company in all of America. 
cutting loan, cutting grass, bro. How many of you want to cut some grass right now? I'm good still. I got hay fever. There you go. <laughs> hay fever is true, man. It's real. There you go. I got hay fever. There's, there's, there's a guy in um, there's a guy in New York. I was watching the video. He used to shine shoes. Mm. He used to just be on the street shining shoes. Man used to collect a thousand dollars a day. Shining shoes. Shining shoes. There you go. Wow. And just and 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 he used to just chat to people on the street. Yeah. Uh, how your shoes looking really wow boy My don't want to shine on there no. yeah. and then it just come in people paying thousand dollars a day yeah shining shoes. shoes there you go man purpose is a thing bruv it's a thing look at that i ain't shining nobody's shoes for nothing you know how shiny your shoes <laughs> i'm sorry yeah but that's my foolish pride what if i was meant to shine shoes you know a thousand dollars a day sounds good right now Tell you that. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, a solid yeah. wage, boy. It's a solid, solid wage. wage. Yeah, but like, you gotta remember that like, it's a grind, though. It's like you're just shining one pair of shoes every exactly. day. Exactly. I know, it's a grind, isn't it? It's a grind. Exactly. But what makes him shine that many shoes stuff. in a day? Maybe he's enjoying like, the interaction, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he chats with them and everything, like barbershop style, innit? Yeah, barbershop style, exactly. Yeah. You're not going to just shine shoes for the sake of shining shoes. There's a, there's something else while you're shining them shoes. There's more to it, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You're helping people as well, isn't it? There you go. Yeah, that too. That's like you said, somebody said... Bring up their self-esteem a little bit. Like, I go to the barbershop all the time. I never get a haircut. I just go to the barbershop to reason. So the barber is much more than a barber, right? Mm. I got a couple of barbers out here. The amount of money these guys make in a day is crazy. Like mm. they don't even have time to eat lunch. Right? But there's people that come to the barber shop just to come to the barber shop. Yeah. It's like therapy, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things you I missed the most when I came out here, to be honest. So true, man. There you go. There you go. Like, it's like it's like I always say this, it's like the equivalent of like an English person going to the pub. Yeah, like, we just go to the barbershop just to chill sometimes. Just to chill. Just to hear this conversation. There's always one guy chatting about some kind of deep book conspiracy. There you go. Just there get you into go. it. Like, it's, there, it's you there you go. So, and this is what I mean. Once you identify mm -hmm. your purpose, this is what happens off the back of it. Many things happen off the back of it. But we got to be willing to put in the investment in ourselves. And sometimes... Like Daniel is asking, we have to just be willing to allow God to lead in our lives. Let go. Because some of the things we're chasing aren't the things we're meant to be chasing. Some of the people we're chasing aren't the people we're meant to be chasing. Some of the people in our lives are some people we need to let go out of our lives. You know what I mean? and allow ourselves to develop and to blossom and to bloom. Because you do know some people hold you back, right? And it's not even conscious. I have a bridge and the other day it's called not up not on a... conscious. Huh? It's not conscious. No, it's not. Some people are holding you back subconsciously. They don't know they're holding you back. I remember when I broke up with my first baby mother. She loved me. But she was holding me back, and it wasn't a conscious thing. But once I let go, 
know what I mean? I have a bridging. He called up one of his bridgings the other day. They didn't have no beef or anything. But it's like my man was just on a meds for like a while. And he just, I don't know if he did some kind of self-assessment or whatever. He just called up this guy and go, like you'd say, yo, Daniel, you know, I don't want to be a friend anymore. <laughs> Mercy. That's it's no B for nothing, bruv. I just don't mm. think I don't I just don't think we're good as friends anymore. Mm. So mm. it's love, yeah? And he hung up his phone. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> Mad. And I said, I said, what going? Why did you say listen, man? Been this guy's friend for my whole life almost. And I can't think of one thing we've done together that has been productive. I can't think of one conversation we've had that has been productive. I just know we've been close, we hung out, we smoke weed, we used to go out and all of these things. But that's all I know. What was he good for? Mm. My man just started doing a clean out and he just got rid of people left, right and center. And he said, yeah, I feel so much lighter. Now some man just, nah, go call my phone no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's what you gotta do. You gotta be ruthless. Not like mm. him. I think that was a bit cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, strong boy. You gotta do what you gotta do. Like <laughs> yeah, let me type. I'll call you after this still. Okay, cool, cool. Say nice, say nice, say nice. I'm just. I'm just. about to just. <laughs> yeah, guys, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add or if you think it was helpful. No, that was powerful, man. That was definitely helpful, especially the the um, the model that you sent in the in the group chat. As I've like, because a, a friend of mine just put it on her story the other day. Mm. I couldn't remember the name of it, so I asked her. But yeah, like that one. Looking at it again is just very important. Like getting that balance mm. and stuff. It's a very good. So it makes it a bit easier to kind of have your kind of idea at least of what direction you're supposed to be looking in. So yep. mm. hundreds, hundreds. Anything else? Um, hmm. but yeah, man, as always, just a very interesting discussion, having everyone else's opinions and questions and stuff that I didn't quite think about. Yep. And then I'm just kind of learning, absorbing and listening and stuff. Give thanks. And then throwing my two cents when I can. But yeah, it was interesting. Give thanks. As always. Very helpful. I appreciate you guys' time. Um, mm. And it's a blessing to me, definitely. It's something I look forward to every every week, for sure. Um, I just chase my kids out of the house. <laughs> I'll talk to my boys now. Uh, time. Go, go. Um, all right, cool, man. Yeah? No, no, no. That's not... I'm just talking about my kids. But anyway, um, should we pray to close? Yeah. All right, let's pray. Anybody want to pray? Uh, yeah, I'll pray, I'll pray. Go for it. Um, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the conversation that we've had. Um, you know, I feel like it's been inspired, and I personally have learned a lot, and I'm sure the guys have learned a lot. And um, you know, I just pray that going forward, now that we can not only find our purpose, but um, have faith in that purpose, and I just pray that you can give us the strength because as we've spoken about, you know, it's not always going to be good times. It's not what life's about. Um, and especially in those bad times is, is when we learn. So I just pray that you can give us strength. 
resilience, um, keep this this bond between us strong so that we can rest on each other when needed and and essentially fulfill whatever you've placed on our life. Thank you, Jesus, and all you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Bridgens, love, love, love and respect. Good Catch time. up again next week, yeah? Well, uh, see you, Andre. All right, man. Uh, Imotech, have you finished it? Yeah. Yeah, I, do you know what? Um, I, I couldn't find it, but then I found it again, so I've just been kind of typing into it as like yeah. on and off during this session. Wicked. Almost done with it. When you're uh, done, yeah. just let me know, yeah? I'll send it over as soon as I can, yeah. All right, brother. Wicked. All right, guys. Take good care. Take care. Take care, man.